1988, a gang of biker ninjas became a major player in the Florida cocaine scene. Shifting their product north from Miami into Orlando, they came into violent and bloody conflict with Dragon Sound, a local rock band and practitioners of Taekwondo, whose stated mission was world peace through the elimination of violence. Today on the podcast, Miami Connection. I found my father! Oh my god! You're the father. I thought we are all orphans. Welcome to Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast. I'm Claire, and joining me once again for this episode are my my friends and my fellow True True Crime aficionados, uh, Tammy and Brad. Hey guys. Hey. Well, this is going to be uh, an interesting one to discuss today. Mm. Yeah, discussing those Yoshido and his ninjas. Um, I don't think we've we've covered a ninja case before, but also mm. I'm trying to think of uh, if there are a lot of ninja cases out there. Um, oh, in the this 80s. Is, 80s, there's a lot of ninja cases, I oh, feel. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was that really famous case, the Three Ninjas case. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that was that was like all over the news. I mean, we should say that we've covered previously um, a kind of famous um, crime case that took place not too far from where I live uh, in London, and so this time we're doing one that's not too far from where you guys. Oh, are. this is so this is like a local legend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I mean, we're gonna talk about a local a local college to us. We're gonna talk about um, what's going on with the. Um, you know, some of the people that were affected and <laughs> what's going on with their lives currently as they still live in Orlando. So, uh, this case, we I'm going to put it out there already. We went ahead and all watched the documentary Miami Connection. So you would think that a lot of this case took, takes place in Miami, but it actually takes place in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So, um... And this is this is long before either Tammy or myself uh, lived yes. in Orlando, just for the yeah. record. Yeah, so this took back a uh, place in n- 1988. Mm-hmm. And so, a while back, uh, I was just a small child at the time. I was like uh, 10. <laughs> and, uh, I was in Orlando the year after this took place. Wow! Oh, I, I was in Orlando uh, not until like four or five years after this took place, so... <laughs> This is what made you move there, right? Yeah, this was this was it. Yeah, my family wanted to get away from the LA riots to go to Orlando to deal with ninjas. That's that's how all of this happens. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like four. I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, you were you you were really tiny. Aw, huh. little tiny Aww, Brad. Little tiny Brad. Uh, so some of the people that we're going to discuss today, obviously Cheeto and ninjas. And we were discussing this prior to recording the podcast. We don't actually know where Yoshida was based from because we do know that um, he did basically uh, break up a cocaine deal to be able to steal the cocaine for himself and to be able to sell it um, and to use it to party with. Uh, That happened in Miami, but he does party a lot in Orlando and he's in Orlando a lot. And he has like his lieutenant like was based in Orlando. Right. Yeah. Like his his second in command. Yeah. So his second in command, um, he also refers to him as his brother, is uh, Jeff. Um, There's a lot of like documentation that he was his brother. Like other people refer to him as his brother. We're not sure about this. We don't know yeah. if there's. I clear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say there's not a lot of documentation about that. <laughs> I think there's just some people saying he's his brother. Yeah. With absolutely no basis, seemingly in yeah, reality. Yeah. I think the documentation was like word of mouth. They were like, oh yeah, yeah. that was like his brother. But you know, I, probably my guess is not blood related. 
<laughs> yes. Definitely not. <laughs> um, but Jeff does have a blood-related sister named Jane. So uh, we meet, we come across them all at the very beginning of the documentary. So you guys are going to see, a, a, you know, if you watch the documentary, it's just a, a lot of people referenced right up top. Mm-hmm. Um that are affected by this case. Obviously, Yoshido and his ninjas, um, and Jeff, his brother slash, slash associate, and um, Jeff has a sister, Jane. Jane actually goes to U- um, UCF, University of Central Florida, which that is very local to Brad and I. Definitely. <laughs> Extre- extremely local. And she is taking, I know, some computer courses and things like that there. Yeah, uh, she's learning about drawing circles and stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. all about drawing circles. 80s so. computer tech, it was a different world. <laughs> a lot of your class time was spent drawing circles. <laughs> I mean, late 80s. What else did you have to draw, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> um, Duran Duran, I don't know. The final is a trapezoid. <laughs> and um, the... Jeff's sister Jane is dating a member, and she actually also performs with a band called Dragon Sound. So she is dating John from Dragon Sound, who is, I believe, he's the bassist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have Mark. And then these who... are these guys were a, a ragtag team. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's we'll get in. Let's get into. Let's just get deep into Dragon Sound for a moment. So Sounds you've got great. John the bassist. You've got Mark, who is the rhythm guitarist and really the lead of the group. Um, yeah. He also teaches them all Taekwondo. Uh, you've got um, Jack. Jack. And he's the drummer. Jim yeah. plays the keyboard. And, and Tom. Tom is plays a, he's lead guitar and vocalist. So, And um, we found some music by these guys. Like oh, yeah. by this band. But it's I can't seem to like track down an album or anything. Which is a shame. Yeah. I mean, it was a local Orlando band. Um, so there definitely is some some stuff out there, but not a whole lot. There's like, I mm. think, two songs out. Yeah. They really, it's it's very sad that they didn't go uh, bigger because, uh, no. I mean, they two did amazing have plans songs. too. Yeah. I mean, they, I know that, you know, they're, they had wanted to at some point even do like a world tour they were thinking of, but you know, it's a, it was a local band. These were big dreams that they had <laughs> was to do something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, so Jane was kind of like a backup vocalist and she just kind of like hung out with the band because she was dating well, She's a bit of a groupie, but ended yeah. up like being part of the band. Yeah. Uh, these Dragon Sound members all live together. As you do with your band, right, guys? That's yeah. <laughs> that's their a... living situation is very strange. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't because like it. yeah, and we should also say that they are were all orphans, or so they thought. Yes. Yeah. They're also supposed supposed orphans. Yeah. 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 Which I I'm like, is that like was that a prerequisite to join the band that you had to be an orphan? Yeah. I don't. Wow. I don't know. Like, if you weren't an orphan. <laughs> Like, were you allowed in the band? Hmm. <laughs> were you allowed to move into this? I don't think you were older adult to... frat house. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's the way I I imagine this house being. And from the documentary, the clips that we saw of their living situation, mm-hmm. I was like, these guys. A couple of them go to UCF. They're very proud UCF alumni. Even they've got shirts, UCF shirts that they wear around. Which I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I. I don't think I'm wearing my school shirt to school, but okay. Yeah. Um, Do you think the only reason uh, Jane got in is because she's also an orphan? 
Oh, yeah. No, we don't find out in the documentary. But yeah, I mean, it does just seem to be her and her brother her and, Jeff, and maybe yeah. her other possible brother. <laughs> Yoshido. Yoshido. <laughs> because uh, her parents yeah. definitely died, so. Yeah. Oh, that's the only reason she's in the band. They also oh. have a, an only orphan dating policy. That's why <laughs> John was allowed to date her, because she's an orphan. Yeah. Um, the other thing that Dragon Sound has in common is they're all about Taekwondo. Yes. Which is where Mark's passion definitely lies, and he um, teaches all the guys Taekwondo. He's kind of their leader. And we'll talk about, you know, where Mark is uh, nowadays, because it all is in, <laughs> in relation to Taekwondo that uh, sticks around. So I don't know, guys, if you you know, do ninjas and people who do Taekwondo just not mix well? I think they're it's, natural enemies. They're natural enemies. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I, just, I mean, I don't know. I only ever did kickboxing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I had a natural martial arts enemy that I know of, but I didn't do it for very long. So maybe I just wasn't privy to that information yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Um, so... Needless to say, Jeff is not happy with Jane's choice as a boyfriend. Um, he does not like John or Dragon Sound. And if what you're saying is true, Claire, that ninjas and people who do Taekwondo are natural enemies, that would make a lot of sense. I mean, I, you know, I know we had a lot of ninja problems, especially in the 80s and early mm. 90s. But like, I mean, I feel like... I feel like most people don't get along with ninjas in the fact that they're like trained secret assassins. I, yeah... Like, I think, I I think, like, the main, I feel like main setting should be, I don't get along with ninjas. You say most people are against the ninjas. I would say most people are against the ninja. Okay. I mean, if you're pro-ninja, I got some questions. Oh, so if you're pro-ninja, please write to us. Brad has questions. Guys, if if you you are a ninja, if you are a ninja, please write to us as well. Yeah. Oh. If you I'd, also, I'd like to ask lots of questions. Uh, part three, to, part three to this series of questions. If you mm-hmm. are a ninja, please do not kill us. Oh yeah, no, no, no I don't. Just, like just want to put that on the list. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, I'm trying to look up what style of fighting ninjas use, but isn't it I, ninjutsu? I really, yeah, it's nin, ninjutsu, um, which I guess is a separate discipline on its own. So I think we should like, definitely like in in future maybe because there were so many cases of ninja related crime in the 80s mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we could look into yeah yeah so it looks like ninjutsu um is is what's practiced by ninjas and it's a separate discipline in japanese schools and an integrated study of more conventional martial arts along with other various styles that included unconventional warfare guerrilla warfare and espionage So, which definitely would be not what Taekwondo is, because Taekwondo is really about friendship and about trying to be peaceful. And um, it's achieving world peace through the elimination of violence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So definitely. Via fighting. Yeah, via via fighting. fighting, Yeah. 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 And that's the only um, way you can do it. Grabbing people's nose with your toes. That's that's what I like. Oh, yes. Well, we need to discuss that because. (laughs) Do we? I mean, that's what pushed this film, I think, for Brad from being a documentary to a horror movie. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, I listen, I don't know what charges are going to be brought today, but I'm I'm very curious to see how, how uh, Judgment goes today. Um, but yeah, so that's, that is definitely something that uh, has occurred. But regardless, that would make sense now. Looking at ninja stylistically versus taekwondo, why they would not get along. 
And mm-hmm. so Jeff being brothers with Yoshido and his gang of ninjas did not appreciate his sister Jane dating someone who was into Taekwondo. Yeah. That all makes sense. It's tracks. Dragon's Hand um, also had like a, it was it, like as a band, it was kind of unusual because as a rule, and maybe this is why they never released an album, but they seem to have like a rule where it was just their songs would only be about Taekwondo or achieving world peace or friendship, you know. Yeah. They were very much like that would, they, they would only have that kind of message in their song. Yeah, Dragontown didn't do any songs about um, secretly assassinating people or like espionage. No. Like that's, Mm-mm. I mean, you clearly very different missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were yeah. vocal. They were vocal in their stance against the ninja. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Um, so, yeah, so he didn't... I also feel, and maybe this was just the way the um, home movie clips as part of the documentary played, but I feel like Jeff had a bit of an obsession with his sister as well. Like, Yes. He seemed a little... They seemed a little too close for, for me. But. Yeah, he didn't even <laughs> want her, like, having any friends. No, no. He was... Yeah, it was almost like an abusive relationship, but like they were dating, Except that's his sister. Yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't, she never seemed into it at all. It just seemed the way he, he portrayed that relationship. So, um, so it's a little wonder, like, how did Jeff get mixed in with these ninjas? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if we're assuming, as is very logical, that Yoshido is not his brother. Did Jeff try and join Dragon Sound, but he was denied because his, um, you know his his like mo- like ideals did not jam with like taekwondo it it was more like ninjutsu and so they were like no they saw that he was he was not suitable to be in in the band and so they and so he then went and joined the other side no because i don't think jeff was aware no. of dragon sound mm-hmm. until he found his sister cavorting with them oh, yeah okay yeah yeah, and, and the way he had that he did that as Dragon Sound had been doing um, shows at uh, Park Ave, which was a club that was locally here in Orlando at the time. Have you guys been there? Is it uh, still it's, there? It's, it's, no, it's not there. Although we do have a place called Park Ave CDs, and they do have um, events, but it's not the club that we saw in the documentary, which was downtown. This one oh. is... Actually, Park Ave CDs is very close to where I live. <laughs> like, yeah. with, within a couple minutes, so... <laughs> um, and they do have events there, but it's it's really a a music store. Can you can you believe they still have those nowadays? That's so. I was quiet. like, what's a music store? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. They sell they is, sell is records next to a there. Blockbusters? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah the, the last blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, so yeah, so they they were playing there, and then um, that's how how Jeff kind of met them and saw that his sister was involved with them. And also, um, Dragon Sound was gaining popularity and actually ended up taking over another band, like that was their regular night to perform. And Dragon Sound ended up taking over that that band space because of their popularity. Um, Which is crazy I, when they had like two songs. Yeah, well, two two songs that that went out on records maybe they did covers who knows (laughs) can you imagine if they were a cover band as well (laughs) i would love to get an album of dragon sound covers oh (laughs) um and i couldn't remember from the documentary and i didn't i didn't find it readily online what the other band's name was that they took over and the only reason i bring it up is because that other band that was slighted by dragon sound um 
actually ended up joining up with Jeff and the ninjas. Yeah, like trying to take Dragon yeah, Sound down. Because they basically wanted to take down Dragon Sound. They thought if we injure them, if we get them out of there or scare them enough to not perform anymore, then we'll we'll get our space back. That's all they wanted. I mean, find another space, guys. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Or become yeah. a better band that more people will want to listen to. Mm. Yeah. I mean, also, but why is also the, like this is a club owner like pitting bands against each other like this? Like, yeah, I I don't know, and doing I doing like a battle of the bands. <laughs> but they just get new gigs. They don't actually battle each other. Yeah. <laughs> but this band wanted to actually battle, so. <laughs> but yeah, so he goes to um Jeff and says, "Hey, I know you've got a crew. Let's take out Dragon Sound." And since Jeff's uh, he's not happy with Dragon Sound either because he. John is dating Jane. He's like, yeah, let's do that. Um, so there are a couple of times where, you know, there's definitely street fighting happening. Um, but because all the guys know Taekwondo and they didn't call the ninjas in at the time, it was just like local Orlando yeah. ruffians <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> that that Jeff was using. Um, and see, and that's, that, Claire, is what makes me think that Yoshida really is based in Miami. Because mm. there wasn't like his his ninjas. Yeah, there's there. not. Nin- yeah, there wasn't the yeah. ninjas here in Orlando, unless uh, you know. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, because Jeff seems to just run more with street toughs. Yeah, that um that have a, a passing knowledge of martial arts at times. At times, yeah, yeah. It's like basically Jeff owns like the most broke down ass gym ever and these people are just go hang out at that gym and work out and i use work out in quotes because they don't look like people work out (laughs) they do not look fit (laughs) i mean again with with the ninja craze of the 80s so many ninjas out there there was a lot of lame-o white dudes that wanted to be ninjas and joined gyms and uh got into various types of martial arts but uh Brad, did you ever want to be a ninja? Um, I, as in kindergarten, I went to one, uh, one karate class. A friend, uh, brought me along to his uh, regular karate class, and I did not like it. Because there was just an adult yelling at kids, and I was like, I don't (laughs) like this at all. This is scary and weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stop yelling at kids. I get enough of that at home. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't carry on doing that because then when you moved to Orlando, I mean, I'm assuming there's still ninjas in Orlando. I mean, we don't hear about them. And And you might have got like, you know, you might have got embroiled in that crew. Well, I'll say, and I think largely, I think uh, because of events we see in this documentary, I think uh, because of events we see here, the ninja contingents in Orlando um, are, are, I think we're probably largely vanquished. You reckon they've completely gone? Yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows? They're se- yeah. they're secret they're a secretive people in theory, so Yeah. But okay. also and that's that's why I was wondering, like, I just think like it seems like the ninja portion I think Brad was right. I think like these in the eighties it was just like some white dudes who thought they wanted to be ninjas. Mm-hmm. I think those were the people that live in Orlando, whereas the actual ninjas yeah. really were from Miami. The real the real ninjas in Florida were were in Miami and but the Orlando satellite office is largely what we're gonna be exactly. talking about. Exactly. And okay. it is certainly a lesser crew. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's really what this other band had going for them as they use Jeff's satellite office lackeys. Yeah. Um 
And wow, those are some lackeys. Oh, so, yeah, wacky so they, lackeys indeed. Wacky lackeys, exactly. So they um, did go ahead and try and beat up Dragon Sound. Dragon Sound, of course, is trained in the martial art of Taekwondo and the power of friendship, really. So mm-hmm. they they had no problem taking this group down. Um, power were- friendship will defeat ninjas every time. I mean, exactly. If we so- ever got attacked by ninjas, I think we'd be fine, guys. Oh, yeah. So if you are... Friendship- <laughs> so if you are in Orlando or around, um, this fight took place on Church Street downtown. So mm. um, the the first time we see them kind of tussle. Um, and then everyone seems to just go home. <laughs> there were no, no guns involved, no murder at this point. Everyone yeah. just seemed to go home. Um, including, of course, Dragon Sound in their... Um, I don't know, uh, frat house of horror. Uh, these, <laughs> these guys, the, the documentary videos, we sh- the home video we saw, the home video footage we saw of this, mm-hmm. of the dragon sound home mm-hmm. was disturbing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone just kind of walking around in, in towels, um, feeding each, each other rooms. fruits. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Just getting in everyone else's business, like... Everyone, yeah, Particularly so, Mark, like, Mark is in everyone's business. He's hand-feeding them grapes, shoving them in people's mouths. It's, it's, it's not very gro- yeah. upsetting. Um, it, it makes me question my own stance against the ninja. <laughs> like, maybe they had some good ideas. And we need to stop these taekwondo motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I, I would have to study a little bit more about Taekwondo, but I don't, I don't think that Taekwondo included all of this. I feel like Mark took this to a new level. Yeah, I think he was it's... maybe teaching some things that were incorrect about Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. Like he was saying, oh, it's part of Taekwondo that I, I hand feed you grapes. And they're like, yeah. oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'm your, I'm your sensei. Like, this is yeah. how it, it is. Was, it was Mark I feel like they didn't, you it know, was not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but one of the things we did learn, because everyone is in everyone's business, is uh, while they're all together, Jim ends up getting a letter, and um, we find out that Jim is actually looking for his father, which, again... he's not an orphan at all. He's not an orphan, no. but nobody knew that. So this whole time, Jim has been pretending to be an orphan, I guess. He's <laughs> only Mark a half-orphan. He seems very upset about this. He seems yeah. very upset. Yeah. Well, they had, you know... They had a, a deal. They were also living in this house, being in Dragon Sound and learning Taekwondo as orphans. And Jim was not. Yeah. Um. So Jim had been lo- searching for his father um, this whole time. And his father had been in the military and left the family. And so he'd been on the lookout for him. Yeah. Um. So we know, li- we know a little bit about Jim's family backstory, like with his father and his mother. Yeah. Do you, do you have that? Written down oh, it was so. just that it was it, like his mother was Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, his father's black American. His father was black American. And then like his mother died. Um, I think his father left like before his mother died. So Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he never really knew him. But he yeah. had a photo of him. Yeah. And he looked, uh, you know, according to Mark, he looked just like him. Mark thought it was like his brother or something. Yeah. But brothers um, don't actually have to look like each other in, in this documentary, apparently. <laughs> Um, so we do, just so you guys know, if you guys watch this, um, documentary, you do get some Taekwondo montages. So if you're interested, there's, Mm -hmm. there's that. Yeah, it's kind of like half documentary, half Taekwondo instructional video. Yeah, for sure. 
so it's it's a very entertaining documentary as well we should say like like we all love this documentary don't we Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it's done really well yeah um and i love home movie clips so it's great definitely um jane is pissed at jeff because she's like what the fuck i know it was your friends (laughs) and jeff is like you need to stop seeing that dragon sound douchebag immediately (laughs) but she does not want to um, and he also throws in her face that he's paying for her school and all that stuff for her to go to UCF. So mm. Jeff, is, Jeff is a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as we said, 80s. he's very, he's very like overprotective of her. Like he's all up in her business yeah. yeah. to like a weird extent. Like, you know. Yeah. And again, it's the 80s. So college again cost $11. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do have this idea to go ahead and get Dragon Sound to come down to like a, a train yard and try to fight them there because they thought, well, we were in the middle of the street. We didn't have a lot going for us. They, you know, we, we weren't really fully prepared. So they got Dragon Sound to come down to a train yard and they ended up fighting mm. with them there as well. Um, and- guys, guys, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, go. Can I just tell you how much UCF tuition was in 1987? Oh, oh please do. $1,074. Oh, oh my god. $1,074? That's I'll let you guys know that's not what it is now. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. No. Um, wow. Yeah. $100 a month. God. I'm oh, sorry. That just depressing. made me so sad. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. Um... So the cops even get called at this point to the train yard, but um, by the time the cops show up, the they'd already broken up, and the cops really couldn't do anything, and they were just like, oh, must be that, that, those gang fights, and we really need to get rid of gangs. Um, spoiler alert, Orlando still has some gangs. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, we do get an interesting scene in the documentary, and I know that some of it is like home movie clips and like just, you know, they're trying to give us a visualization of what everyone was like at the time based on um, what they were into. So we do mm. get uh, some movie clips, uh, well, fil- films, I guess, home home movies of um, Yoshido partying up, partying it up in Daytona. <laughs> Yeah, he just, was like a um, he's, he was so like a biker. He's a biker. He's a ninja biker. Yeah. So there you go. Um. So I just wanted he to looks, give. He looks like a fun guy. I'm just gonna say. Yoshido, a fun guy, huh? Yeah. He wears he wears an ascot. He's a fancy guy. <laughs> he's a fancy fun guy. He's just hanging out with with ladies with very saggy breasts and having a fun time. Yeah. So that that was kind of actually where I was going with this. Is I just wanted to give a warning for those watching the documentary. There is some explicit scenes, and um, you know, it's what Yoshido was up to. Yeah. And it was more sad than. Uh, uh, exciting. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, made me never want to hang out with bikers in Daytona. I mean, I'm oh, just absolutely. sad that this is not what our trip to Daytona was like, Tammy. When no, we yeah, no, no, I didn't take us on a biker tour. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I just got to that part in the documentary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have 
the guys are going to UCF as well, and Jeff is like, okay, we're gonna put an end to this Dragon Sound people, because they keep beating us up wherever they are, uh, wherever we meet them, so we're gonna have to just take them in one by one, we'll have to, like, maybe take a hostage or, or whatever, and that's what they ended up doing, so... yeah. Um, they ended up taking Tom hostage while everyone else was in class. Yeah, just in, like, broad daylight. Yep. They just take take little tiny Tom and they put him in their trunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not no, not even when they're in class. They they go to uh, the restaurant. And yeah, he's, he's parking he, the car. Yeah. And they yeah. all go What's in it? and sit down at a table for four. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, maybe they were coming out of class. That's what it was. Yeah. Because this is when they were also wearing their that, UCF this, like, shirts. <laughs> yeah, they had this like local little cafe that they would go to a lot, didn't they? Yeah. Because they were friends with the um, the owner. He was part of Mark's taekwondo yeah, school. Yeah, that's what it was. They were coming out of school and they went to this diner. Yeah, yeah. a diner that was clearly formerly a Pizza Hut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they take Tom and they really like kind of fuck him up. I mean, yeah. Um, ragtag group of guys. Oof. Um. So they end up taking him, um, I don't even know where this this took place here, because uh, it looks like a construction area. Yeah, it's kind of like a salvage yard or a construction place. Like, we don't mm-hmm. have a location as to where it was, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but they take him there and Maybe basically... this is where they were building uh, Epcot, it would have been around that time, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was where Epcot was being built, but... <laughs> I, I don't think ninjas were allowed on the premises of Epcot. Yeah, no. E- even even lame, low-key, lackey-wacky, wacky-lackeys uh, ninjas. No. I don't think they were allowed there either. <laughs> Um, I would love to know if, like, Orlando, and see if you guys can find this out, if Orlando PD, like, nowadays, has, still has, like, one dude on, on, on staff who's, like, the, the ninja task force because of Orlando's dark history with ninjas. So just in case there's, like, a resurgence but, of ninja-related they crime didn't, again. They didn't realize it was ninjas at the time. They thought it was just no, random gangs. Maybe they, like, realized afterwards and they have, like, you know, just one guy just in case well, he, like, let me, let me clue his ear you out into any the, ninja-related crime. Let me clue you into OPD. They know nothing. <laughs> okay. How <Okay>. about that? <laughs> they, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they know nothing. They're yeah. pieces and of shit and defund them. Okay, yeah. sorry. Especially like <laughs> a, aggressive uh, white white uh, uh, bikers that are part of the uh, Ninja Satellite Office. That is not their concern. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Fair enough. Much. They're much more likely to pepper spray Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they go and they're. Uh, they actually sneak up on the, these wacky lackey ninjas, uh, Dragon Sound does, and fight with them uh, to get uh, Tom back. Yeah. But this it's, fight it's was a, some brutal. rough fighting. Yeah, because yeah. they actually no. um, use weapons. I mean, you know, more like sticks and pipes and that kind of stuff, but. Barbed wire? Uh, barbed like- wire. Yeah, the, Jeff's team and Jeff specifically use some really torturous looking devices. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they are. They look like parts of aerials or something. Yeah. But during this fight, um, Jeff actually uh, dies. Is, is murdered? Is murdered, yeah. Well, he's fighting and he falls off of uh, one of the scaffolding he's on. Yes. So it's not like he got pushed or anything, but he was fighting and he fell and died. 
needless to say, when Yoshido heard about his brother's death, um, it was it was ninjas all the way. <laughs> he was sending yeah. actual ninjas and was like, yeah, Jeff's been sending these wacky lackeys this whole time, and it is time for the real ninjas to get on their bikes <laughs> and go to Orlando. <laughs> I just assume How long everyone's is it from <laughs> Miami to Orlando via motorcycle. Well, I know driving is about four hours. Okay. So I would assume motorcycles probably about the same. They go, you know, or okay. or so. Okay. Um, in that time, uh, Jeff, or, sorry, Jim has found out that he's been able to locate his father. So he's very excited. Everyone is super happy for him. His They're, father's en route to Orlando. We don't know where from. We don't know where his father was based. Yeah. He was going to Orlando to visit Jim. Mm-hmm. And so um, Dragon Sound being the friends that they all are, all put their funds together to buy Jim a new suit, even to meet his father. And they're all looking forward to it. And they're going to, um, John and Mark are going to go with him as like support. Yeah. Uh, we did not get to see a lot out of Jane, who obviously lost her brother Jeff in this fight. Um, but we do see when it's time for, this has got to be like the next day, really. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When Jim goes to meet his father, Jane does show up just to wish Jim well. She loves Jim. She loves all these guys from Dragon Sound. Um, she's very excited. And she doesn't seem um, very upset that her brother died fighting It's real weird. But I always, I wondered if it was more she was in shock. And she really hadn't processed a lot. But she almost apologized for them having killed her brother, which I found weird. She's going to have to find those $11 a year for her tuition from somewhere else now. Seriously. She might have to get a part-time job for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, those circles aren't going to draw themselves, so she can't stop going to school. It's true. Exactly. Oh gosh. Um. So. <laughs> so yeah. So I guess everything is good. I feel like. I mean, we d- we don't know, but you know, I I th- I feel like if I were Jane, that might really, in the long run, end my relationship with John. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, know, he was know, like, even if he wasn't directly involved, you know, he's it, there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think. Yeah. But like, you got to remember though. Here are things that didn't end her relationship with John. The way John dresses. Um, yeah. His like. John goof- having his nose grabbed by Mark's toes. Absolutely. Like when the- she kisses that mouth. Now it's it's going to be near where <laughs> Mark's toes were. Yeah. Mark's, Mark's putting the like, grapes in there and then grabbing grabbing his nose with with his feet. Um, no, he, like like John like comes to her classroom and like makes the like fact a that John's like yeah he's like like it's a goof yeah yeah he is like yeah. I I don't know, if you can get past that I think killing your shitty brother that um, pays eleven dollars <laughs> a year for your college is like small small potatoes. Fair enough. Wow, I don't know. Uh- <laughs> I, I don't know. She puts up with a lot from a lot of people, and I'm just hoping that at some point in her life, she realized what boundaries were and started building those for herself. That's yeah. all. <laughs> um, so as they leave, um, the ninjas on their bikes find find them, I guess, before yeah. they're able to get to where uh, Jim is supposed to meet his dad. And I think they were like, heading to the airport, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. In, in the nice new suit that they all pulled their money together to buy him. Yeah. Oh, such a good suit. Yeah, it was it was a nice suit. Not for long. 
Mm. Very sad. <laughs> so yeah, the ninjas basically roll up on them. Yeah, and this is um, these are Yoshido's like true blue for real ninjas. Yeah, this yeah, isn't the, the, this the isn't the Orlando ones. satellite office bullshit. No, these are the Miami yeah. ninjas. They're they're here and they're going to take you down. Is is what they're they're saying with those bicycles and those ninja outfits. Yeah. <laughs> it's a statement that they've made. Um, so they actually like kind of run almost head into them. And again, if you are local to Orlando, this fight takes place over in Langford Park. So um, I actually love Langford Park. <laughs> so uh, it's a really nice little area to walk in. Even um, though you now know that the the whole park is soaked in the blood of ninjas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's and, why and I like Jim. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they all go and... Uh, I mean, now it's not even all of Dragon Sound. It's just John, Mark, and Jim. And uh, these guys are all supposed to try and fend for themselves. So all of them, obviously, Taekwondo style, um, get into it right away. They're not Mm -hmm. afraid of this fight. Um, Jim does get stabbed. Yeah, we get slashed across his chest with a katana. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know how John gets nothing. He's just such a tall, lanky... Yeah. Guy. How nothing yeah. happens. And he wears, he's wearing a crop top with his suit. I don't understand what's happening. With John. No, it's 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 not good. It, no. John goes into like a berserker raid. Yeah. Well, I so does guy, Mark. I, I, would, I would worry about you guys bumping into this guy in Orlando. So please, if you see him, please avoid him. Because oh, yeah. I don't know if you have any updates on him, but this guy scares me. Yeah. I, well, I think the reason he doesn't get injured as much is because he is in fact so lanky that like it's hard to it's hard to hit him with even with a sword. Yeah. You just don't have the reach. Yeah, and I will say that Mark is okay. So John is trying to basically fight ninjas while Mark is trying to drag Jim to safety. But he like drags him through that water. And again, I've been to Langford Park, and it's just this little stream. And it's not like clean water. I would not want to be going in yeah, there. No, and I... um, yeah, so he's got with an open now. wound. Yeah. Um. So, um, John actually takes down a lot of these ninjas. That's true. But I think it's yeah. that berserker rage that you're talking about. I think he was so pumped that yeah. I, you know he he's just like, blacked like, out like and went to a taekwondo. Out and all sorts. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. He went to ta- ta- taekwondo rage and just. Yeah, and so did Mark. Mark grabs a, a sword from somewhere, and he's also running around. John loses his shirt and jacket at some point. I don't even know. Oh, he rips <laughs> off, he rips off his own shirt and jacket. Like that was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Like Jim had his 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 suit taken from him uh, yeah. by the ninja. Uh, John just rips his off on purpose. That John was is just going feral. He's going he's going feral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John. He's like a a rabid raccoon or something. <laughs> And then we have what I assume is supposed to be Yoshido, but this has to be in reenactment at this point. Oh, yes, most definitely. <laughs> because that is not Yoshido <laughs> that Mark is, is fighting. Mark I like is to think obviously. That Yoshido got away, and this guy's like his second in command now, like his second ninja in command, and he's like his decoy. So oh. now, like Mark. And like Dragon Sound, they think they've taken down like Yoshido, but he actually got out of there. Hmm. So he still lives lives to fight another day. I don't know about that. Yeah, I I think this was a reenactment, and I think that Mark was just happy to be able to play himself in the in this uh, oh, yeah. documentary. 
Because he seems to have a lot of fun with it. And I also think it's a reenactment just because some of the movements I felt were a little slow for a ninja and or someone doing Taekwondo. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, well, this was definitely a planned out fight sequence. Um, yeah. So, now, so uh, you know. The documentary uh, tells us that uh, um, like one um, injured ninja goes back to Yoshida and was like, hey, everybody else is dead. Uh, what are we gonna do? And then Yoshida's like, fuck you, motherfucker, and kills that ninja, and then yeah, goes on mm-hmm. to take on Mark. Yeah. And what we, we assume is a reenactment. Yes. Um, so, in the end, Mark, uh, takes down, uh, Yoshido, but not easily, by the way. This fight was, I mean, again, it's a reenactment, but it, mm-hmm. I mean, Yoshido actually almost strangles Mark at one point. Mm-hmm. Before Mark is able to to get away. Um, at the end of the day, they kill Yoshido and they are able to go take Jim to a, an actual hospital and stop dragging him through dirty water, uh, where Jim's father meets up with them. Does he? Jim's father? Is this Jim's father? <laughs> I mean, he just looks like an older version of the picture. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Again, some of this is reenactments, Claire. <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, that that is what I like. And look, I love good reenactors yes. because you know why? Because if you watch anything on Investigation, Discover- in- Investigation Discovery Channel where they have reenactors and they put them in bad wigs, it's mm-hmm. like my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, new Unsolved Mysteries, please take a note of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so sad. Ah, oh, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that this was just a bad, bad, and by, when I say bad, I mean amazing reenacting job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes you wonder, like, Jim, maybe Jim's actual father was not willing to be in the documentary. Yeah, maybe. Which, yeah. I, which I find sucks. upsetting. Like, did their relationship fall apart? Yeah. Like- yeah, we don't get well, we don't cover that. No, but mm. also, you know, we already knew that he had left like Jim's mom and maybe he that maybe there were just a lot of things that they were still trying to work through when they had made the documentary. That's true, that's true. Um, you know, we we just we don't know why they chose a reenactment piece. And also it was in a hospital, so I'm sure they didn't have the you know, their home movies going at that time. So um but yeah, so Jim survived and you know gets to just be friends forever with uh, the Taekwondo. For eternity. Um, yeah, for eternity. With uh, the rest of Dragon Sound and his dad in the mix. So, yeah. I wish his dad had joined the band. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, at his age, he's probably an orphan by now, so. <laughs> yeah, the dad's an orphan. Oh, so good. Um, but of course, so... Jim has to leave the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's so working the, ol- the merch table while his dad takes his place <laughs> in the band. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Uh, yeah, since you're not actually an orphan, Jim. You're kicked out. Um, so the only one that kind of an update of where are they now, the only one that we really truly know um, of where he's at. Well, besides Jim, uh, Dan says he's seen Jim before, I think. That's so uh, amazing. Costco or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, these guys are all local to Orlando, so... <laughs> we we could have found them. We could have tried to get them on the podcast. But, oh. um, guys, as we've said many times, no riffraff. Yeah, exactly. also, these, these people kind of scare me a bit. Um, 
So we do know what Mark is up to because Mark actually really took Taekwondo to the next level. He's um, been published in Martial Arts World magazine. He's written a book called Winning is a Choice. Uh, and he opened up um, a Taekwondo studio in Orlando, and it is called Martial Arts World. Now, Martial Arts World is actually a franchise, but Mark opened up the first one here in Orlando, and he still is uh, claims ownership of that one. Wow. And he is, um, that school, is that Martial Arts World, um, is part of the American Taekwondo Federation, which Mark helped found. So, so cool. Um, and the Federation actually establishes philosophy rules used by schools within its Federation. So if you want to join the Ta Taekwondo Federation, you have to abide by, your school has to abide by certain philosophies and rules. So, um, yeah, so he's, he's definitely around. Um, they, they, he actually tried <laughs> to, well, he didn't try, but he proposed building a Korea plaza in Epcot. That has not happened. <laughs> oh. There's but, still time. Uh, yeah, there's still time. I don't think they're going to be building much of anything right now, but <laughs> he did. Yeah. He did propose that um, back uh, back in 2002. So that never came to be, but there you go. So there's also some Orlando uh, history facts as well. Um, Let's see. And yeah, so Mark, Mark has been everywhere, but the rest of the guys, I think they... They took their UCF degrees and just probably went on to, I don't know, draw circles for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, and again, we watched Miami Connection was the documentary that we watched about that. So great documentary. Amazing. So documentary. good. Yeah. I love it. One of my favorites. So much better than Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Another documentary. Wouldn't recommend it. Except for the one kid's friend. She's, she's pretty amazing. That's oh, true. yeah. The sassy friend. Yeah. The sassy friend is amazing. Don't um, worry. We'll never be talking about that again. Yeah. Nope. That was it. That was, that was our, our non-recommendation recommendation. Uh, <laughs> all right. So anything else you guys wanted to say about the documentary before we move um, on? No. It's a lot of fun. It's great. One of the best. It's about ninjas. It's about ninjas. And as someone who lives in Orlando, it's just fun to see different places in Orlando in the 80s. So. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, then it is time for our next segment. Brad, if you'd like to introduce that. Yes, friends. It is time for Judge, judge jury, jury, and Executioner. And executioner. What's um, this segment, Brad? Oh, boy. Uh, Claire, um, a lot of people can't seem to figure this out. And I understand. On paper, it's confusing. Judge, judge jury, jury, and executioner, executioner, you say? That seems inappropriate. Don't worry. Do we have a judge? Yes. Uh, do we have a jury or an executioner? Absolutely not. First of all... Yeah, get out of here. I can't have a jury because we don't want riffraff on our podcast. Can't have it. I'm sorry, that's not what we're about here. You you people want to hear a lot of our random people trying to make decisions? No, absolutely not. Don't like it. No, thank you. Uh, do we have an executioner? No, uh, because the death penalty is morally wrong. Can't have it. Will not have it. Uh, we're not going to be killing people here. No. Now, we will have a defense and a prosecution, and we will judge these people for their crimes. And that's what we're going to do today. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So, Sorry yeah. if you don't like it, it's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Listen to another podcast. Listen to a podcast where where people have uh, uh, random weirdos making decisions and then murdering people. Cool, cool. Listen to your cop cast. Have fun with that. No thanks. <laughs> Podcast. I can't even. I'm sorry. I just. I can't even imagine what that is or why that is. Oh, what a terrible <laughs> oh podcast. God, either. Either of those questions, I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So this it is the podcast versus the Miami Ninjas. Yes. And let's see. Um, I am prosecution this week. Claire is defense, and Brad, you are the judge. So, ahead. <laughs> Ready. I'm ready to judge. <laughs> nice. You you were born ready to judge. You I judge absolutely. your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I judge for life. Indeed, indeed. All right, so uh, yeah, let's open this up. Uh, let's open up this case, and I'm ready to hear some opening arguments from the prosecution. All right, so um, you know, in this documentary, we do obviously uh, see the ninjas, um, and. I I really wish that this case were also against those wacky lackeys, but I I feel like they weren't actually ninjas. They were like wannabe ninjas, and this is specifically against the Miami ninjas. So the uh, case that I'm bringing to you today is um, against those Miami ninjas for attempted murder of Jim. Uh, it's it's I'm gonna go ahead and do this as three different counts: attempted yeah. murder of Jim. Attempted murder of Mark and attempted murder of John. So, uh, because they tried to kill all three of them, but instead of rolling them all up, I'd like to take them separately. Sure. So, um, as far as opening statements, I mean, that is, that's the case I'm bringing forward. And, I mean, there is clear evidence. We see the Miami Ninjas drive or get on their motorcycles and ride. I guess it's ride, right? It's not drive. It's ride (laughs) all the way from (laughs) Miami to Orlando with the clear intent of murdering Jim, Mark, and John. Um, With Jim, they actually do stab him. Um, And when I say stab him, I mean slash him against his, like, guts. I don't know how he's even alive. Um... And then uh, with Mark and with John, they just chase them around, but they are trying to attack them with their swords as well. I keep wanting to say knives, but they're not. They're swords. (laughs) They're katanas. (laughs) Knives would be a lot smaller. Um, So yeah, so that's really the uh, fight that I'm discussing today and what I'm bringing forward. Okay, so three attempted murder charges. Uh, Claire, let's hear your defense. Uh, I would like to say, who was it that drew first blood in this case? Um, it was the the people of Dragon Sound who murdered Yoshido's second in command, Jeff, in cold blood. Um, they they murdered him. He's dead. Um, the fact that he is the brother of one of the the people in the band is very disturbing. Um, they murdered him for for no reason. You know, why did they murder him? Yoshido, he's a fun guy. He's just living his life. You know, he's he was really upset by this. This is his second in command. He was like a brother to him. So of course he's going to retaliate. I would like to bring a counter charge against Mark and Dragon Sound for being mm. monsters. Oh. <laughs> Particularly Mark. 
provocative. Okay. Because I believe he is the, you know, the the guy that runs things in Dragon's End. Okay. So will that be a separate charge than my charge? So we would do yes. my charges first, and then that would be the case after this? We would yes. then go into that one? Okay. All right. I just All right. wanted to make clear. Because I think we've done that before, and I just wanted to make sure that that's how all that works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, so the char- know, I've been a lawyer for a long time, but I just want to clarify. Yeah. So Claire, just the, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. for the record, um, your charge is against uh, Mark specifically for being a gross monster. Yes. All right. All right. Noted. I'm also noting it, so I know. Oh. Um. We, we will we will definitely circle back around to that. But first, let's let's look at these uh, um, murder charges. Um, Claire, do you have anything else on that before we can before I go back to Tammy? Um, no, I mean they they retaliated. They you know they they did attack them, but they were retaliating. Emotions were high because Dragon Sound had repeatedly beaten them and murdered one of their own. Hmm. So it's not murder; it was manslaughter at the most. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, it was okay. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Who was who was manslaughtered? <laughs> it was attempted <laughs> manslaughter. They weren't trying to murder the them. They were, emotions were high. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is no attempted manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I've just invented it. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, I don't know about that, uh, Counselor. Uh, Tammy, please, uh, <laughs> uh, bring some sense into this case. Okay, um, I appreciate your creativity. Uh, <laughs> Thank l- you. Lawyer friend, Claire. But uh, that is not a thing, so I won't be responding to attempted manslaughter since it's not real. Um, but <laughs> And this obviously is a case about real ninjas. Well, I mean, it we is real because it happened facts. in this case, so I mean... Nope, nope, nope. Attempted murder happened in this case. They didn't actually get murdered, so therefore I couldn't bring a charge of manslaughter or murder because they weren't murdered. This was just attempted murder, so therefore that's what the charges. But um, so to your point, so your defense is that this was retaliation. Yes. <laughs> which I, I don't. I don't think that there's a. Um, and of course, I'll I'll leave this up to the judge to decide. But um, I don't think retaliation is a um, legal defense uh, to oh, well, what, be able what is to the death penalty to, apart from to, retaliation against other crimes. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Uh, I'm so I, lost. Now, I will I will I will say that this is Florida. We do have stand your ground laws. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, but in Florida, the stand your ground law is supposedly on your own property but we've seen that that doesn't actually happen either so um so let's talk about this retaliation and the murdering of jeff in that fight where uh jeff was fighting mark john (laughs) jim and um who else he was fighting uh oh jack because they mm-hmm. they stole tom oh jack i can never remember you jack oh um, you're so forgettable jack you're so forgettable <laughs> you really are um, the benjamin of this documentary <laughs> um so when they were fighting them it was because jeff had actually uh kidnapped and was holding hostage um tom so 
No, they he was just having discussions with him about how no, they could, No, no, like, he was not. He was not having agreement. just discussions. <laughs> he was not. Um, beating someone up till they're unconscious is not having discussions. Yeah, I, uh, which is sorry, what sorry, they uh, did. One, one second here. Uh, uh, defense, what is your definition of conversations? <laughs> they were having conversations with their fists. Uh, I'm, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I'm mm-hmm. so lost in this case and I'm trying to keep it together. Okay. Um, so at that time, they had kidnapped and was holding Tom <laughs> hostage. And uh, Jeff was fighting with Dragon Sound. And was it sad that he died? Well, I don't think it's sad because I didn't like Jeff. But uh, it was an accident. He actually fell off the scaffolding himself. He was not pushed. He was not shoved off the scaffolding. Not that we saw. He, no, we actually just saw him fall <laughs> off of the scaffolding and lose his footing and fall himself. Um, so that is that, and, and I know this is not actually like we don't have uh, the. This case is not um about Dragon Sound. That's the next case. But in this particular case, say they did kill Jeff, which they did not, because we saw Jeff fall and not be pushed or shoved. Um, retaliation is. First of all, I have no re- retaliation. Jeff fell on his own and Dragon Sound didn't murder them, so or murder him, so there should have been no retaliation. I do agree that emotions were high, sure, because they just lost Yoshido lost his brother. <clears throat> brother. Brother. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but retaliation is not a reason to go and to murder people. That is not an acceptable excuse to for murder. <laughs> Um, you might feel that way, uh, but that is, uh, they, they were just driving on their own and were stopped by these ninjas in a public park and then taken, you know, forced out of their vehicle and then were almost murdered. Thus the attempted part. They were almost murdered. So yeah, so I, I say no thank you to retaliation. (laughs) Interesting, interesting. And also, no thank you to them murdering Jeff, because they did not, so. Oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Claire, any response to that? Um, I just am saying that was the first blood that was drawn was on that side, so, you know, emotions were high. I would also say Yoshido and his ninjas did a lot of good for, for, uh, for the community. You can see that he's a very sociable person, um, and they took all the cocaine out of Miami. So Miami's better off, so I think he was doing a lot of good. But he brought it to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> but he brought it to Orlando to party. So really, it's just him and his crew that we're using it all. Yeah, I, oh, that was a lot of I'm cocaine. Uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I don't think we saw footage of, yeah. of <laughs> the warehouse, like the the big containers full of cocaine just being used by Yoshido and his friends. Yeah, it was just used recreationally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's what they told people. Yeah. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that they were the, you know, as opposed to Dragon Sound, who we will discuss are absolute monsters. Yoshido and his crew, they are good people. They, they're hanging out in their dojo. They've got statues of dogs everywhere. They like dogs. Anyone who likes dogs cannot be a bad person, Judge. I'm appealing to your better nature. I mean, that is, that is a strong point. Uh, thank prosecution. you, thank you, thank you. Any response to that? That bombshell I'm- fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Um, I really do think that you're reaching here <laughs> because, <laughs> yes, they they like dogs, but you know who else likes dogs, Judge? Cops. They have a whole canine use. Oh. And that does not make cops good people um, just ex- because they like counselor, dogs. Counselor, counselor, counselor. Um, forcing dogs into slavery um, mm-hmm. is not proving that you like dogs. I'm going to need you to watch your tone. You're on, you are on oh. thin ice right now. Oh, I've seen that they're, they're propaganda about dogs. <laughs> they definitely say they like dogs. Oh, they can say whatever they like, but those dogs are slaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen them with other dogs, like even the poor little Beagle Brigade at the airport. Oh. <laughs> and that guy really tried to sell it like he liked dogs as well. Mm. Even at a dog show, of all things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I know this is this is uh, uh, unusual, but I'm going to add a, a third case. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I, I personally am prosecuting the cops uh, uh, for enslaving <laughs> dogs, and I find them guilty. <laughs> wow. That was a, a very quick case, Judge. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was prosecution and judge, so uh, <laughs> just clean that one up real quick. Um, so let's, let's, let's knock out, um, this, this first case. Um, it, d- yeah. do either of you have any further points to make? <laughs> no, I think I've made a very clear yeah. argument. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> um, I will just add that the, the, the defense has said a couple times now that they drew first blood, which, um, no, they didn't <laughs> because even during the fight, the ninjas were the ones with the katanas, so they physically drew first blood, which was on Jim, <laughs> by the way. No, they drew first blood by murdering Jeff. There was no murder of Jeff, so no, they did not. He was murdered so. by the ground on which they were standing. <laughs> <laughs> he bre- might as well have been in, in the other documentary rooftops and <laughs> just went <laughs> exactly. right to the floor. <laughs> Oh, future case, future case. <laughs> so I just just to clarify, um, yes. the uh, prosecution is prosecuting uh, the Miami Ninjas for the attempted murder of Jim, Mark, and John. Uh, defense is saying actually uh, this was just retaliation for the murder of Jeff, head of the Orlando Satellite Office, and therefore we shouldn't count the attempted murders. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think right. so. Well, I'll mull that over. And uh, but before we'll go ahead and take care of the second charge. Uh, this would be against uh, Mark in particular for being a uh, gross monster and murdering Jeff as well. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not for murdering Jeff. Okay, it's just just, just the gross just monster. Just for being charge. a gross monster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, please uh, present your case. Okay, so first of all, this guy Mark, I got a lot of questions about him. Um, we see that Mark, uh, as we discussed, is very upset when he finds out that Jim is not an orphan. He thinks everyone is an orphan. That makes me wonder, what is he doing to make sure these people are all orphans? Why does he want them all to be orphans? Is he, t- is he secretly taking out people's parents to make them join the band? If they need a keyboard player, does he then go and take out their parents so he then has an orphan keyboard player in Orlando? I'm just saying, it's the kind of thing this guy Mark could do. Counselor, um, that is wild wants- speculation. <laughs> <laughs> he wants an ethnically diverse band. You know, he's looking for a Korean black American keyboard player. He finds this guy, so he's like, oh, oh crap, but he's got a mum, so he takes out the mum, and then that guy can join the band. I'm just saying, 
that's the kind of thing he would do. This guy <laughs> also insists on force feeding grown men grapes like they are baby birds. I don't understand what this is about. He's enforcing that he is their leader, that he is the alpha, that he's in charge, that he's providing the very food that they eat. They are indebted to him. He holds sway over them. He's an absolute monster. He also likes to grab people's noses with his toes. Now, Judge, I'm sorry, but he practices his Taekwondo. He's walking on the ground. His feet have the ground on them. And then he grabs their noses with his toes. No, no, Judge. This is not something that can be done. Uh, also, his, uh, his motto uh, of Mark is only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. But yet he is the one that is constantly bringing violence, that is murdering people. He murders a man in this, in this documentary. He is an absolute monster. And I'm worried about you guys living in the same city as him. Interesting. Um, Tammy. All right. Your response so, uh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, and it sounds like, and I just want to make sure it, this is really just against Mark, not the rest of Dragon correct, Sound. Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Good. Cause that's where my notes are on. So I just wanted to, <laughs> to make sure I didn't have to like defend a million people. Okay. So, um, okay. The first charge about, is he killing parents to make people orphans? <laughs> I mean, we um, don't know. The, ju the judge mentioned this, and I will second this motion, which is, that is extremely wild speculation. <laughs> um, also, if he was killing parents, then he would know to kill both parents, thus making someone an orphan. And in this case, he only, in your theory killed Jim's mom so why wouldn't he have killed Jim's dad to actually make him an orphan and he didn't even know Jim had a dad I, or I can that answer the that dad point. was around yes please so I would believe that he actually did kill Jim's dad um which is the person in the <laughs> photograph because the person who shows up that says he is Jim's dad is not Jim's dad no it's not it's a reenactor we discussed huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think if uh, Jim's father had been murdered, I think it might have made it into the documentary. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, there's a, so, lot, a lot of these other things that uh, you're pointing out to make uh, Mark a monster are freely left in the documentary. I think murdering correct. a parent might also have made it into the doc. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the other one I would is... Say, I would say, who, who was the uh, person who funded and produced this documentary? Oh, I... Just I saying... Oh, the Alamo Draft House, was, I believe. It, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, it, it, was, it was Mark. <laughs> Are you also saying that Mark works for the Alamo Draft House? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the, the second one of four that you brought up was he insists yeah. on force feeding his group uh, and therefore making them reliant upon him. But we do see that they are not completely reliant upon Mark, that they actually all pull their funds together to buy Jim his suit, which means all of them have their own money. They have their own agency. And I kind of think if you watch some of the rest of the, the home movie footage, I kind of think they're all into it. So I'm really shocked that you didn't bring Dragon Sound as a whole as monsters and only picked out Mark. Mark is Dragon I Sound. I feel like they all were okay with this. And this no. was not a force situation. Okay. Uh, the other part is he grabs noses with his toes. Okay. That is truly disgusting. I agree that that is disgusting. However, to my point 
that I just made, they all have agency and they all kept being okay with him doing this. They signed up for it. They stood there and waited for him to do it. Now, this was John, I believe, and he was the grossest out of them all, I think. <laughs> if I was going to say anyone's a monster, it might have been John. Yeah, um, I mean, there's all there, but, that beach scene. I That brings a lot of... Oh, Tom, yeah. well, yeah, Tom and... Uh, a lot of and, monsters. And, yeah, and John with Jane. Oh, God, everything about that beach scene. I mean, we they didn't were talk pretty about gross. the beach scene, but guys, it's not good. Mm. Um, so again, I feel like, yeah, it's gross that he does that. But he's also around people who allow him to do that. Mm. So is he more of a monster than any of them? Are you saying that they're enablers? I'm saying that they all are autonomous humans and they're all okay with all of this. (laughs) Which to me seems that they're all monsters and it's not that Mark should have been put But that would include that he is a monster so therefore he can be brought on charges. I mean, I, I and and again that kind of potentially I don't know, but looking at the home movie footage between the force feeding, um the walking around in towels and just taking showers one upon the other. <laughs> what, what, I don't even know who's Our taking a shower system. next. <laughs> um yeah, they mm-hmm. might have a buddy system and this toe fetish that I almost am concerned of saying anything too bad because I don't want to be uh, I don't want it to be said that I'm kink shaming this group of adult individuals living in this house Um, the other thing was his motto is only through an elimination of violence can uh, that we can bring about world peace or something like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I didn't type out the whole thing but I know what you mean that that is uh, Mark's motto. That is also the motto he teaching as part of Taekwondo. And um, if you notice, he was never bringing the fight to anybody. He was actually in defense. So he was trying to eliminate other people's violence to bring about world peace. I really do think he truly believes in that motto. And since he was not <laughs> attempting to murder people or Claire murdering people, he didn't murder anybody. Uh, um, I do think- He uh, Yoshido at the end. That was in self-defense because Yoshido came after him with, at that point, yes, a little knife, not a sword. (laughs) That was the only time that a knife was used. (laughs) So again, that was in self-defense. So I, I think that he truly does believe in eliminating violence by using the power of friendship like a a little Care Bear. That's all I ever think about. (laughs) Nice. So. Yeah, so those that's my, my quickie defense. All right, all right. I have a lot to think about. Uh, was there any uh, final statements on any of this? On any of the, either of the charges brought forth? Oh, uh, no. Okay. No, I think I'm good. All right, I'll just all say, right. say ninjas are pro-dogs. Um, uh, Dragon think... Sound are pro-grabbing uh, noses with toes. <laughs> all right, Counselor, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Um, I'll, I'll just be a moment thinking things over. Um, hey Tammy, well done. Oh, you too. You too. Thanks. You know, it's it. This is this is a tough case. You know, it's it's really. Um, you know, do you appreciate ninjutsu more or taekwondo more? Mm. It's, I mean, it's really what Dragon Sound and Jeff were both looking at, and and you know, so yeah. it's an interesting case. So. I do like that. Like, no matter what happens with this case, Tammy, that we'll be friends forever. We'll stick oh, yeah. together through thick and thin. We'll yeah. be friends for eternity. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we play to win. So yeah, I yeah absolutely. And, you know, and forever this documentary will live on in our hearts. And so I I I enjoy that, and I like that. I will probably watch this documentary over and over again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, Taekwon, Taekwon, Taekwon Do, uh, all rise. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very, very interesting argument brought today. Um, we'll go through this first. Um, so the charges of attempted murder. Um, now, here's the deal. Uh, now, um, we are in Florida. Uh, we're in Orlando. Um, attempted murder charges, those are very serious. Um, now, the idea that this was in retribution, uh, that does not matter. Uh, you can't <laughs> attempt to murder people. What if, what if you're really, really angry? Um, well, the thing is, if, if they'd succeeded in killing them, then you could make an argument that it would be a stand-your-ground defense. But yeah, they did not yeah. succeed, so therefore, it's an attempted murder. So I'm sorry, I have to find the Miami Ninjas uh, guilty of attempted murder oh. of Jim, Mark, and John. There's, there's just no question there. Um, yeah. Now again, if they had successfully murdered them, you might have had a chance, because that's how Florida law works. Correct. Um, <laughs> so. If you're going to do it, do it all the way, is what yeah, Florida yeah. says. That's, that's how it works. Um, sorry, I don't make the rules, I'm just the judge. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, on the charge of Mark being a gross monster, a lot of things were brought to the table. Yeah. Um, now, first was some wild uh, fan fiction <laughs> that Claire uh, created um, that I am throwing out completely. I do not believe that Mark was secretly killing parents. I don't Is there believe. there evidence that he wasn't judged? Is there evidence that he was? Maybe. <laughs> well, you didn't bring it, so we don't have it. <laughs> Try harder next time. There's my statement. <laughs> um, second, there was mention of uh, Mark uh, feeding everyone like a baby bird. Um, I will point out that uh, that is not how baby birds are fed. <laughs> so, already um, hugely questioning that. I, you would have had a case if you had pointed out that he was just uh, shoveling uh, grapes in their mouth, but he was not, in fact, chewing them up and then spitting them into their mouth. So, that again, so. I, have to, I have to throw it out just because uh, you incorrectly identified what was happening. Therefore, your case falls apart on that point. I'm oh. sorry. Look, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, not a zoologist. <laughs> Well, then perhaps you should have brought a witness to trial. <laughs> we need to start bringing witnesses to trials. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, now, the, now the, the point of him uh, grabbing noses oh and his feet. <laughs> and, and another thing you pointed out, not wearing shoes, a very, very strong point. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> so... Um, on this, uh, that I think this is very clear. Um, I, I do agree uh, with Tammy that, um, in fact, that these were willing participants. Absolutely. But at the same time, that's, <laughs> that's just still, it's not allowed. Um, you can't go around not wearing shoes and then putting your filthy feet on people's faces, even if it is with consent. I'm sorry. Uh, do that in the privacy of your own home. Certainly not on, on, on a public Public college campus? Absolutely not. In in a concert venue in front of patrons that don't know what they're signing up to see, uh, they shouldn't have to witness that. It's inappropriate. I cannot allow it. Uh, that charge stands. Mark um, is absolutely a gross monster. Hooray! <laughs> and uh, again, po the police have been charged with uh, yeah. uh, 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 yeah. um, enslaving dogs and forcing them to work against their will. 
Wow, Judge, I must say, you are, you know, you really cleared your docket today of all these cases, oh. which is very impressive. Hey. I think I still have cases left over from the last case we covered. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cases there. Yeah. Whew. Awesome. Whew. Wow. That was, uh, that was a, a wild ride that we were just taken on. Indeed. <laughs> I think what I'll say. Um, and so next time on the podcast... Uh, you know, this this was attempted murder, but not murder. And it was really a, a case about ninjas. Um, next week, you know, it's almost a back to school special yeah. movie. It's that time of um, year. It's that time of year. Um, I am so sorry that we live in a society where some parents are having to send their children back to school right now, mm-hmm. um, physically. So I will go ahead and also put that out there um, as we are in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> so... Uh, but this move, this uh, this ca- next case is going to cover the um, case of Jason J D Dean and Veronica Sawyer. Yes, in the ca- yeah, in the case of the podcast versus Heather's. You wanted to be a member of the most powerful clique in school. Dear diary. Heather said she teaches people real life. You were nothing before you met me. You were a Girl Scout cookie. Does it not bother you that everybody in this school thinks that you're a piranha? Like I give a shit. Heather number one just looked right at me. You a Heather? No, I'm a Veronica. I don't really like my friends. I don't really like your friends either. There are people I work with, and our job is being popular. Maybe it's time to take a vacation. I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. Same difference. My teen angst has a body count. This is a tragic thing. Hallelujah. We scare people into not being assholes. What did you say, dickhead? <laughs> I did not want them dead. You did too. Did not. You did too. Shut up. I love my dead gay son. You were out of control. That rape is filthy. What do you think I'm gonna do with it? Take out her tonsils? Ha! Is this as good for you as it is for me? Life and sack. That's it. We're breaking up. Mm. And, so, and Brad, you haven't seen this documentary before. I have not. Mm. And I have not seen it in forever. Yeah, so. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. Um, but I definitely know that there is an actual case there, which sometimes we go into these and not sure if there's a case. <laughs> so <laughs> this one I do know that there is a case. So, um, Brad, would you like to let us know who is going to be judge, defense, and prosecution next time? Yes. So next time for judge, judge jury, jury, and executioner. As judge, Tammy. Yes. Defense, me. Mm. And prosecution will be Claire. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, anything else you want to say about uh, the Miami Connection case before we close it out? 
Uh, great documentary. Everyone should watch it. Absolutely. Um, like it's required viewing in life. I mean, when you can mix a documentary that has home footage mixed with my favorite thing, which is reenactments. I mean, you've got a, a clear winner. And in and martial hands. arts instructional. Uh, oh yeah, and a martial arts. Instru- I mean, just you know, in case you need that in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I learned last night that I really would like to learn some capoeira. So you know, there's just things that you want to. You don't even know till you watch a documentary that you want to take those things on and this is giving you that opportunity so take a look absolutely all right guys if that's all then uh we're out bye Bye. Bye. thanks for listening if you want to send us feedback you can contact us via true true crime at reactionary-sass.com join our absolutely true true crime facebook group and follow us at true true crime on twitter Call the SAS line, 321-710-4947, and maybe you can help solve a mystery. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.